Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Parkinson's Recovery. This is Robert Rogers, and this is the place to be if you're looking for resources, support, and information to be able to get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. My show today is all about dehydration and how dehydrated bodies find it particularly difficult for the neural system to be able to function properly. Those neurons are juicy, and when they don't have enough liquid uh, soaking up their ability to transmit those electrical impulses, they really don't fire very easily. One of my guests on my radio program was John Coleman. This was several months ago. John is a naturopath doctor from Australia. John was diagnosed with an advanced case of Parkinson's disease in the mid-1990s, and he struggled with pursuing one therapy after another, attempting to find ways to get relief from his own symptoms. He found a number of different therapies and treatments that worked for him. He's symptom-free today and has written a book called Stop Parking and Start Living, where he documents everything that was helpful to him in being able to return to a state of full health and wellness. Now, the story goes like this. I met Jonathan about three or four years ago. He gave a seminar, came to the United States in Tacoma, Washington, of all places. And one of the factors that John said made a significant difference to his recovery was something that he called aquas. And, of course, I knew nothing about what in the world that was. But as it turns out, aquas are a hydration remedy that helps the body reset the thermostat that signals the need for water and also distributes the water to the cells. I actually purchased aquas and began using them and found that for me they worked quite beautifully. Uh, John in his book recommends that people with the symptoms of Parkinson's consider taking aquas so that they can have a better hydrated body and so that those cells can be completely nourished with all the water that they actually need. As it turns out, the aquas as a homeopathic remedy uh, are uh, not only a fascinating uh, uh, product designed to address the uh, issues of hydration, uh, but people tell me that they really are making a difference in helping them be able to become better hydrated. I have today a series of questions that I popped out at one of the actual inventors, one of the people who developed this homeopathic remedy designed to address uh, dehydration, Leonie Hibbert, uh, who is from Australia. And so I, I didn't give her any advance warning, I must tell everybody, of any of the questions that I was about to uh, ask her. And so what you're going to hear is basically her uh, responses uh, to all the many questions that I've heard other individuals ask about what this uh, particular uh, homeopathic uh, uh, treatment that was uh, developed and designed to address dehydration is all about. How does it work? Um, and, and in fact, also I ask her a number of just general questions about dehydration and, and what the symptoms are and what we can do to actually address the problems of uh, dehydration. Water clearly is a significant and a central key to being able to return to full health and wellness after any 
chronic condition. So here's my first segment of a series of rapid questions that I ask to Leonie Hibbert, who is, again, uh, the formulator, the developer of the aquas that are recommended by John Coleman as a treatment for individuals who are uh, experiencing the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. So how would I really know that I'm dehydrated? How, How do I know that? In all the years I've worked with people, I would say that I haven't really met anyone who's had optimum hydration. So, but some of the symptoms that you might come across are things like not really wanting to drink water, <laughs> or not even liking the taste of water when you do drink it. Uh, you might have things like uh, regular sugar or coffee cravings, um, or you know sweet drinks like your, your cola drinks, etc in an attempt to kind of increase your blood sugar and get energy. You might have digestive problems um, like heartburn, those sorts of things, or you might have be uh, generally constipated. You might be under some kind of hormonal distress uh, which can activate things like your antidiuretic hormone. Uh, you might have fluid retention problems because remember hydration is not just about fluid moving into the tissue, it's actually about fluid uh, releasing from the tissue. Um, you might just be generally tired um, and a bit fatigued because you know in those cases uh, sleepiness takes over as the brain struggles to sustain its energy and oxygen demand. So that, and you might have generalised back pain. So there's lots of symptoms that may indicate uh, that uh, your hydration is compromised. Well, I really, I drink water all the time. I mean, I drink every day. I I bring a water bottle with me wherever I go, and I'm still thirsty. I mean, what's going on? Hydration is really about water uptake, not just water intake. It's also about the quality of the water that you're drinking. So uh, sometimes we're actually drinking water, but it's actually flushing through our system and perhaps not being absorbed. And this... Um, may have come about through well, all sorts of reasons really as I said maybe the quality of the water it may have uh, happened as a result of the the um, uh, medication that people are taking the poor dietary habits that uh, people have had over the years but sometimes that water is not going where you want it to go and if you're wanting to hydrate your bones which is you know probably way down the list of where it goes in the body you need to ensure that the water is being absorbed well, I've uh, read all about these drops that you take, but it's hard for me to believe that you you basically take a few drops in the morning and a, and a few drops in the evening from another bottle, and that's supposed to help your hydration. I mean, how, how does this really work anyway? <laughs> that's a great question. Well, yeah, they are very simple and simple to use, uh, but the idea of the uh, aqua hydration drops is to support that long path hydration to ensure that we don't have that flushing effect to support the body to uh, actually uptake that water and um, uh, take it through the long path in the body. Uh, They're also designed to support uh, switching on the source mechanism which um, uh, resides in the uh, hypothalamus in the brain. So yes, they they are seemingly simple but I guess there's been a more complex process of um, putting them together of it. So uh, I've been using the aquas uh, now for a while, and um, I was thinking that what would be really neat would be to just double the number of drops that I took. So, you know, instead of taking five drops, uh, I'll take ten drops. 
But uh, I don't know. It didn't seem to make any difference. I mean, why isn't more better? It's because the nature of these uh, aquahydration drops are more homeopathic in nature. More is not better. In fact, sometimes when people are less well, we suggest they actually need less of them. So there's subtle vibrational remedies. So it's not like taking a gross uh, nutritional supplement where you might take a thousand milligrams to get a better result. We're trying to gently switch on these mechanisms in the body and we don't need to hit you over there with a sledgehammer to do that. So doubling the dose doesn't necessarily change how the aquas will work. Um, it just means you're wasting your money. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't speed them up. So there's no need to take more than the maximum amount of drops because of the nature of them being a vibrational remedy and how they are just gently helping the body to switch on mechanisms and improve uh, the functions of what's going on in the body. We're not supplying a nutrient. We're actually helping to uh, reset mechanisms in the body. So you use the word homeopathy, which is a, a strange word to me. Uh, what is that all about? How, how does homeopathy work anyway? Uh, well, there's different types of homeopathy. So, you know, we maybe won't go into a full description here, but you usually find with a homeopathic, whilst there are different types, that you don't usually have any of the source material left in the remedy. It's, it's like there's an impression of the source uh, ingredient and they it, you know, emanated from I think in Germany they are more like like heels like and they're more subtle regulators and uh, switching mechanisms in the body so they're, they're subtle remedies that are developed originally from a source ingredient and then they are succussed until they are very minute minute doses and this is what makes them so safe to take well, there are a lot of ingredients that I read in each of those bottles. How did you figure out what ingredients to put in the bottles? I mean, what is it that makes them work? Well, there's uh, three ingredients that are, are in all of the aquas, which is the core of them, which is uh, homeopathics of three herbs. Uh, and the common names of those herbs are uh, golden seal, slippery elm, and sarsaparilla root. Uh, in, in homeopathic potencies. We, we worked with using a method of biofeedback, so rather than just using guesswork, we actually worked uh, by using biofeedback on real people and finding the combination of which components uh, gave us the best results over time. And then those core, those core um, ingredients were added to in terms of your notices, flower essences, etc., which then enabled us to refine them down to being appropriate for males and females because males and females have um, some different metabolic priorities in the body. So it, it wasn't your traditional way of putting things together. It was more working with um, the synergy of, of, of those components as we put them together. And sometimes when you're working in that way, the components together produce a different result than perhaps those things would if they were chosen individually. And that's what makes the aquas so special. Well, so I'm a man. Are you saying that it wouldn't be a smart thing for me to take the female aquas, that I really need to take the male aquas? Look, you've got to remember that you know this is our little area of area that we're, we we've researched, so we've refined them down. But look, no, that wouldn't hurt you at all um, if you'd picked up your uh, 
partner's aquas by mistake, you'd be perfectly safe, you wouldn't turn into a woman. But we wanted to address those subtleties um, so that, um, that we could be more specific. But it's okay, no, nothing bad would happen to you if you picked up the wrong bottle because they all have the same core um, ingredients. Well, you uh, say that the aquas are really safe. Uh, I have a friend who's really sick. Uh, would the aquas be something that they should consider taking? Well, without knowing the details of the friend of yours, really, if someone's quite ill, what we do find is that, uh, in fact, people need um, an absolutely minimal dose. Generally, when someone is quite unwell, and they start to switch on these mechanisms in the body and switch on hydration, sometimes they can have um, what we might call a um, detoxifying effect in the body. Whereas if you're switching things on and they haven't worked very well for a long time, it may be a, you know, a shock to the system when things start happening. If someone's quite unwell, we're best to do that in the, in the most gentlest way. And even though these remedies are incredibly gentle overall um, you know when people are very unwell it's usually because their bodies haven't been working for quite some time um, particularly if they're older if someone's younger and not and unwell you know perhaps that that effect is is lessened because they haven't had built up the toxins and the and the issues in the body for so long so what you're saying is that it's possible uh, that my friend who's really sick uh, might start taking the aquas in a very small dose and they might then begin to be able to hydrate their bodies well. But what that does is it creates a detox effect in the body. And, and when we say detox effect, what that means is there may be some side effects, like they might get a headache or feel nauseous, or is that the case? Yeah, that's right. It may be just as simple as feeling a bit headachey for a few days, but generally we find that that kind of effect is doesn't last more than a few days. Uh, unless someone has a very serious illness, we do know that there are people with um, problems such as Parkinson's disease using these formulas, and so of course they're using uh, you know, a completely different dose to what someone would be using as a generalised dose, but usually they're working with a practitioner and someone in that process. Uh, but yes, you're right. In general, it could be just something like a bit of a headache, a bit of nausea, and generally that passes within a few days. Um, most people have heard of what's known as the healing crisis. Um, it's that when you start to actually work with getting well, it's, it's, it's the body just starts moving some of those toxins out of the tissues. And, and if that's a little rapid, you could just feel a little bit off for a few days. My recommendation, if that's the case, you actually increase your fluid intake or even just reduce your dose for a few days so that you make that process as gentle as possible. But we rarely get uh, much feedback about um, side effects unless someone's quite unwell. So how do, you, how do you know that the aquas actually work? Well, generally people will report things to us like well, that they're feeling more satisfied by the fluids they're drinking, um, their dry mouth's gone away. They just seem to say, you know, I'm sleeping better, my digestion's working better, their skin changes quite dramatically, the quality of the skin. So sometimes it's hard for people to put their finger on a particular thing because of that subtle change that happens in the body. And we're talking about you know, uh, uh, hydrating, which is a lifetime issue. So we're not trying to correct everything 
in a few days. This is a, a, a process that happens over time. And when a process happens over time, it's quite interesting how lots of things change, but some of them are quite subtle. So uh, unless we really reflect on it, we, we, we um, may miss that some of those changes are occurring, but they are. As I said, things like just having slightly better digestion, sleeping better, having a, being a little more alert uh, because of the hydration. So some people will notice significant changes, other people will be more subtle. And certainly through our biofeedback studies we have uh, shown that there has been uh, an increase in the percentage uh, uptake of uh, fluids in the body. So are you, say, are you saying really that this is an anti-aging remedy that I'll look younger if I start taking the aquas? <laughs> well, I guess in short, yes. It's a fact that over our lifetime we gradually dehydrate. A baby can be uh, up to 94% water um, and you know, they, someone at the age of 80 odd can be as low as 59% water. So it's just a fact that over our life we gradually it dehydrate. Therefore, if we're dehydrating, we're aging more quickly. So it makes sense that if we're going to improve our hydration, we're going to have an impact on the nature of how the tissues and cells in the body age. So I guess you call that de-aging. I see that uh, in order to use the aquas, I purchase two bottles, an AM bottle and a PM bottle. How long, how long do these bottles last? Well, uh, a set of aquas, as you say, an AM plus a, uh, a PM, if you were using those drops at an average of five drops, say, once a day each of each one, and you use them, say, five out of seven days, that set of aquas would last you at least two months. I'm Robert Rogers. This is Parkinson's Recovery, and you're listening to my pre-recorded interview with Leonie Hibbert, who's one of the developers of the aquas. The aquas actually were not uh, developed uh, for individuals with chronic illness or certainly not uh, for individuals with uh, Parkinson's uh, disease. They were actually developed for uh, Dr. Jaroslav Bublik, who was uh, attempting to run marathons and was uh, being significantly challenged uh, with uh, really getting too, too de dehydrated. And uh, Jaroslav wasn't actually able to, to complete the marathons as he had uh, wished. So he worked with a Leone Hibbert uh, and to develop this uh, homeopathic uh, remedy. Uh, they tested it quite extensively. He became a partner in this whole venture and uh, they wound up uh, developing what is this, uh, from my own personal experience, amazing uh, product uh, that uh, really does uh, facilitate hydration in the body from, uh, from my own personal experience and the testimonials of many other individuals. If you want more information about the aquas, you can go and visit the following website. It's www.aquas.us that will actually direct you to the main site, which is aquasforlife.com. 
This particular show was actually inspired by a presentation that I heard just last week on Earth Day in Olympia, Washington, by Masuro Emoto. That may may or may not be familiar to you, but uh, he, uh, Dr. Emoto, is a a world-famous researcher who has been investigating the properties of water in all parts and corners and nooks and crannies of the Earth. I found his presentation dazzling, to say the least. Uh, He presented lots of uh, uh, pictures of the crystalline structure of water taken from many different places throughout the Earth. And what you see are amazing contrasts between the water found in, uh, obviously, toxic waters versus uh, water that was drawn from samples of fresh mountain streams. and what you see are beautiful crystalline structures for the water that's taken from the uh, the uh, pristine conditions. And what you see is a, a crystalline structure that's obviously uh, terribly uh, damaged uh, when the crystalline structure of water is examined uh, from uh, polluted waters. So the water that we're drinking clearly has a, a huge difference depending on the actual source. Now, his work is quite amazing, I want to say, and I want to invite anybody interested in the issue of dehydration to uh, learn more about his work. Again, his last name is Emoto, E-M-O-T-O, and he is on a mission to be able to explain to people the difference in the uh, properties of water and also in how the properties can be influenced by very minor interventions. Like, for example, if you play uh, Mozart music or uh, Madame Butterfly in front of water and you look at the crystalline structure before and after, you see a huge difference in the structure. Isn't that amazing? Literally putting words on uh, water containers uh, wind up making a difference. Prayers by individuals on huge bodies of water wind up actually changing the structure of the water. Uh, that's I know sounds like a huge stretch, but uh, visit his site. He's got before-after pictures. He's uh, doing the research as I speak, and he's just finding incredible revelations about uh, what water is all about and what we can do to change the whole uh, body and structure of uh, water and what it does once it gets into our body. And, of course, uh, the aquas are not water themselves. They are an energetic intervention that allows the body to reset the thermostat so that the water uh, thirst mechanism is reactivated and so that the whole body's intricate system to distribute water to the cells is also reset, reactivated, and literally put back online, as uh, Leone Hibbert explains. And as I've observed in my own life as I age, Uh, I find that I do become more dehydrated, uh, and so the the homeopathic approach that was designed to address the issue of dehydration is an eloquent, inventive approach for helping the body to literally reset a thermostat that gets maladjusted over a lifetime of uh, joy and exhilaration as we live our lives. Now back to the uh, second part of my pre-recorded interview with Leone Hibbert, who is one of the developers of the aquas. Do aquas accomplish the same thing as Botox? Well, I think they're very, very different. You know, Botox is something you're injecting into the, the system for a... Uh, 
I imagine you, you mean for skin? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like for uh, uh, somebody who would like to have their wrinkles eliminated on their face, and so they're using Botox. So the question is, do aquas accomplish the very same thing as Botox accomplishes when you're trying to eliminate the wrinkles? Well, I'd have to say no. Um, Botox is what I would call an acute medicine, and you're looking to uh, get an immediate result and with you know possible side effects. So whereas the aquas are looking at your overall well-being and one of the uh, I guess you might call side effects of that is that you're going to hydrate things and one of those things is your skin. So no, it's not going to disappear all your wrinkles, but it may reduce, soften, uh, improve the quality of your skin without any side effect and in fact positive impact for the rest of your system. Why can't I solve the problem of dehydration by simply drinking more water? Water is water itself is a big term. You know, there's many qualities of water, and yes, of course, you can improve the situation if you drink water. The difficulty I strike over and over again is compliance. Uh, I don't want to drink it, but I like the taste of it. And this is, as, as we've talked about, is, is the first mechanism being switched off in the brain. So you probably could help to switch on that mechanism by flooding your system with water. However, you may also find that you just put additional stress on your kidneys and flush out some valuable nutrients that need to be in the system. So it's not really uh, an efficient way to go about this. The aquas are about switching on mechanisms and making the most of the least uh, in terms of um, the amount of water you need to intake. More is not always better of it. Many people uh, take aquas who happen to have the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. Where did this idea come from to essentially take aquas if you have Parkinson's? Well, I guess it came from the work of Dr. John Coleman, who's a naturopath here in Melbourne. Um, uh, we worked with him quite some years ago with his uh, fight with Parkinson's. Uh, and I guess we worked out through that process that, in fact, um, having a healthy happening uh, neurological system, a well hydrated uh, system was one of the primary um, issues in dealing with neurodegenerative disease. They were never designed directly for Parkinson's. It just so happens that they're working with hydration which uh, is a primary issue with Parkinson's disease. But you could uh, you could read more on your website about uh, John Coleman and his story, uh, much more detail there. Will the aquas help people who have diabetes? Well, the aquas weren't designed to address specific disease. They were designed to address the issue of hydration. And as the issue of hydration is primary and under underpins uh, wellness, uh, it, of course it is going to be beneficial in any disease state, whatever that disease state is. Uh, will the aquas help people who have problems with constipation? Uh, of course, if you have a well hydrated bowel, it's going to f help facilitate the uh, d transport of waste product through the bowel. If the bowel is dry, that's going to uh, cause or contribute to constipation. Why do you recommend a break of, say, one or two days a week uh, from taking the aquas? Well, over the long term, and hydration is a lifetime issue, so uh, by having a break, 
you are taking that out of the body so when you start taking it again it comes in fresh so that your body just doesn't become immune to the remedy and because the remedy is supporting resetting mechanisms in the body and helping the body to regulate itself it's actually not necessary to take it seven days a week in fact we find it's more efficient because of this impact of uh, becoming accustomed or immune to the remedy if you don't have a break from it. Are the aquas FDA approved? No, the aquas are TGA approved in Australia and uh, that's the Therapeutic Goods Administration which is the regulatory body that governs all natural remedies and prescription drugs in Australia and the goods as they are manufactured here in Australia are covered by that and really that probably would inform the FDA that they are safe. Uh, however, they have not been registered in the USA with the FDA as such. So the aquas uh, are being used by a friend of mine, and they have seen considerable energy results. So they've been staying up late at night, but they have to get up early in the morning to go to work. So my friend stopped taking the aquas for a month because it was really just too much energy for them to handle. Uh, should they stop taking the aquas altogether, or what would you recommend they do? Gosh, uh, too much energy to handle. That's a problem and a half, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> if only we all had that problem. <laughs> uh, uh, no, because uh, given that you're resetting mechanisms in the body, at some point there was a reason that your friend had diminished energy. And I imagine if he just withdrew um, his hydrating um, support, permanently he may just return to the same pattern that he had. So I would suggest he would need his aquas and maybe at the moment it's more about him learning to manage his increased energy and find another way for him to uh, regulate his 24-hour clock so that he can get rest at the right time. But it sounds like he's got energy that he's not accustomed to having and he now needs to work out how to bank it and withdraw when, when appropriate. How do you know that the aquas are safe? Well, the aquas are safe as deemed by the Therapeutic Goods Administration in Australia. And in the uh, 10 years or more that they've been available, uh, there has never been a report of a contra indication. There's, there is a register that we have to fill out as a company uh, who is the sponsor of a, a therapeutic good and we have to fill out that each year and there have been no reports of this and in fact being listed, that's the L number on the front of the bottle uh, by the Therapeutic Goods Administration lets the customer know the goods are safe. Who produces the aquas? Uh, the, the aquas are produced, uh, contract produced in Melbourne by a company in Melbourne, a, a leading herbal homeopathic company in very strict conditions that uh, once again regulated by the Therapeutic Goods Administration. Premises are inspected regularly and they have very, very high standards that must be adhered to in order to produce a lifted product. Can the aquas be an alternative to a facelift? No, because once again a facelift is an acute intervention uh, and really is um, probably not honouring <laughs> the natural uh, effects of healthy ageing is trying to turn back the clock. I think the aquas are actually hydrating so they're slowing down that ageing process 
and improving the quality of your skin trying to turn us from uh, being human beings and going back to a previous century. It's not an acute medicine we're working with, it's a, a nutritional uh, support to your overall biochemical and physiological system with no risks attached. I am a marathon runner. Can I be disqualified if I'm taking the aquas? Oh, goodness, no. In fact, uh, the uh, fellow Yaroslav Bozik, who co-designed um, the product with me, we met because of originally because I was helping him with his marathon run. They are safe and they are legal. There are no uh, components in the aquas that uh, would contravene any regulations for marathon runners. So, yes, perfectly safe to use. In fact, the aquas are used by many, many athletes. Is a doctor's prescription needed for the aquas? No, uh, not in Australia at least. They're an over the, what's called an over-the-counter medicine, which means you do not need a doctor's prescription. They are classed as safe and over-the-counter, which means you can walk into any health food store or pharmacy or see any complementary therapist and buy them. Will the aquas help my dry skin? Uh, yes, they will support dry skin by the nature of what happens when your body is well hydrated. However, skin is dry sometimes, it's oil and water, so of course there may be other nutritional needs that become evident. However, if you're hydrated, it will ensure that those, the nutrition that you're taking may be better absorbed and therefore will give you better results with your skin. I don't like apple juice. Do I have to take the aquas with apple juice? Well, no, you don't have to take the aquas with apple juice. However, we do suggest that people use, particularly um, in the morning dose, a small, a small amount, you know, maybe a quarter of the glass or a third of a glass of some subacidic juice. It could be grape, it could be pear, it could be pear and apple, um, whatever you, you like, really. Um, because it's the fructose in the fruit juice that's actually supporting the hydrating process um, and really just speeding it up for you. So um, it's not necessary, but we do find that the hydration process to get you going will happen more quickly if you use a little juice in your purified water in the mornings especially. Is it really okay to take the aquas with breakfast? Well, I suggest you take the aquas on rising. You don't really want to be taking a drink on top of eating uh, because of diluting your digestive juices. So really, when I get up in the morning, I want to take my hydration immediately. It's like uh, switching the system on and preparing my digestive system for a food intake and the water that is needed to digest my breakfast, which means I really should be having that hydration drink at least 20 minutes before I eat to ensure that that water has been absorbed and is ready for use. I've been uh, using just one drop of the aquas now for several days, but I'm still having a mild headache. Is there any way I can dilute the aquas even further than just one drop, or should I just stop taking them all together for a while? Gosh, if you're getting a headache from one drop, <clears throat> there's probably been a severe dehydration or some other uh, health issue going on in the system. I'd suggest that uh, there's a couple of options. You either could reduced to uh, every alternate day. Uh, you obviously need to increase your overall fluid intake for the day and uh, to dilute the uh, detoxifying effect in the body. 
Um, or you may do, uh, as John Coleman has found with these very uh, more severely ill Parkinson's patients, he will actually uh, put the drop in the glass, juice and water, then uh, and empty it, and then start uh, again. And therefore, there's only that minimal, um, very, very minimal, call the K-dose, amount of aquas left in the ordinary reserved for someone who is very uh, severely unwell. But the alternate days should be adequate for most people. I'm Robert Rogers. This is Parkinson's Recovery. You have just listened to a series of questions that I ask of Leone Hibbert, one of the two formulators and developers and inventors of the Aquas. If you'd like to read up more information about the aquas, what's in them, how they work, et cetera, et cetera, you can visit the main website, which is www.aquas.us. That will redirect you to the main site, aquasforlife.com. There's extensive information there about how they were developed, and how they're used, what results uh, the research, uh, the biofeedback research has shown uh, about the aquas. And so if you want more information, you can go there. You can call uh, an 800 number, which is 877-526-4646. If you'd like to be able to uh, pursue additional questions that still are not answered, uh, please feel free to email me or call me again at that same 800 number. 877-526-4646. My email is robert at parkinsonsrecovery.com. I'll be happy to link you up with Leonie Hibbert, uh, who is the expert uh, and able to answer really any and all questions about the uh, aquas. So if you have uh, further questions, we'll be sure to be able to do everything possible to answer them. We are uh, not going to be in Olympia, Washington next week. We are going to be on the Holland America cruise ship on the Parkinson's Recovery Cruise to Alaska, which lasts seven days from May 3rd until May the 10th. This means that uh, during the regularly scheduled radio program at 11 o'clock a.m. Pacific time on Thursdays, I'll actually not only be on the cruise ship, but I'll be uh, doing uh, workshop experiences for participants uh, who are there to join with us at Parkinson's Recovery. So you're not going to actually hear a live aired show at this very same time next week. But uh, I am going to be interviewing people who are joining us on the cruise, who are on the road to recovery, and we're going to be playing those interviews back at the uh, the next radio program that will be two weeks from today. So you'll be able to hear lots of stories from individuals who are going to be telling us what has been helping them get relief from their symptoms in terms of therapies and approaches and modalities, and what hasn't. What what are the kinds of things that aren't helping that uh, people have discovered really are uh are impediments to their recovery. Uh, We'll be getting uh, snippets of interviews with uh, the presenters, uh, Suzanne Jonas, who uh, is an expert in creating music medicine CDs uh, that actually provide people with the frequencies that their body needs to heal. Uh, We'll be uh, interviewing Robert Bonham, uh, who has many, many fascinating 
exercises and workshops and experiences and insights to share. And also we'll be talking about a, uh, an, an innovative and a, a particularly useful and powerful approach to detoxing called natural cellular defense, which is composed of an organic material called zeolite. So we'll be focusing some of our attention on the crews to uh, what people can do to actually detox heavy metals and pesticides and other noxious materials out of their bodies. Danny Loney will be with us on the cruise. Uh, Danny uh, has the symptoms of Parkinson's, but he finds he's symptom-free today through his work uh, with Tai Chi. So he'll be uh, giving us uh, Tai Chi exercises and experiences throughout the cruise. Uh, which will be quite fascinating, uh, to say the least. <laughs> we'll be uh, videotaping uh, many of the uh, presentations that we'll be making, and um, my intent is to be able to capture those and put them up on the Parkinson's blog so that you'll be able to see uh, some of the experiences that uh, we're offering people on the Parkinson's recovery cruise. Clearly, everyone's not able to uh, get up to uh, Seattle next week uh, to go on the cruise, and even if you wanted to, uh, the cruise ship has actually been uh, filled up up now for about uh, two and a half months. So it's been a, a popular cruise for not only people who are joining us at Parkinson's Recovery, but the other people uh, who will be on the cruise to have a delightful healing vacation. So no radio show next week. Uh, we can't do it live, but we'll be with you again at the regular scheduled time two weeks from today, Thursday at 11 o'clock a.m. Pacific time. I just uh, finished uh, a uh, new revision to uh, my book, which I just put out this year, called Road to Recovery from Parkinson's Disease. My goal is to be able to keep uh, that particular resource book that uh, gives information about natural therapies and treatments that are helping people get uh, sustained relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's up to date uh, so that you're not reading a book that's uh, three or four or five or 10 or 15 years old. You're reading a book that's up to date as of now. So I just finished all of that update, and it's uh, material uh, information research uh, results that I've uh, been able to unearth from my reading, from the recent research uh, discoveries, from my interviews, from my radio programs, from discussions of people who call me and tell me their stories. So uh, we're updating, we're summarizing everything we're learning about uh, what really is making a difference to people who have the symptoms of Parkinson's. If you find that you're in a place uh, of uh, hopelessness or helplessness, you've tried some things, they don't seem to be working. I'm just here to tell you that there is a wide range of choices that are available uh, that are really making a big difference to people. Uh, the key is to be able to do some experimentation and find really what works for you. I've been getting uh, quite a few questions over the last week, uh, emails as well as phone calls from people who say to me, well, what therapies do I recommend? And, of course, that really depends on uh, the individual. It depends on your particular circumstances. And uh, the therapies uh, that are going to uh, make a difference for you are likely going to be a different combination of the therapies that make a difference for someone else. Everyone is different. The factors that are contributing to the neurological challenges are going to be unique to each person. So uh, what the road to recovery from Parkinson's disease is doing is it's really giving you the full range of options and choices and possibilities. Uh, we've unearthed lots of new therapies that have really just uh, emerged uh, very recently. I mean, I'm talking in the last several months. 
and so uh, you'll be able to uh, learn about the many different kinds of things that people are doing and what people are inventing that are making a difference uh, for people who have the symptoms of Parkinson's. My approach, my idea really is to uh, uncover all natural approaches, all ways that people can uh, have therapies, have treatments uh, that don't have huge side effects. And so that what you can know is that uh, the only possible result would be improved health on some level. And I'm here to tell you that uh, the surprise after working in this area for four years is the surprise is the, the large number of uh, therapies, modalities, and uh, approaches that, uh, as it turns out, through uh, documentation, through interviews with indip- individuals who have the symptoms of Parkinson's that are making a difference, that are helping people basically get well. Uh, so there are many people on the road to recovery, many people that are feeling better each and every week, each and every month, and I'm documenting what it is that they're doing uh, to really feel a great deal better. So that's really the mission, that's the purpose, that's the goal of Parkinson's recovery. Those are the kinds of things that we'll be talking about on our cruise uh, to Alaska this next week. That's what uh, I talk about in the Parkinson's recovery blog. If you'd like to sign up for the newsletter and haven't already done so, that's, of course, free. All you have to do is uh, give your email address, and that's it. And you can uh, enter that on the main uh, website, which is parkinsonsrecovery.com. You'll see a place there to literally just enter your email. You'll get a follow-up correspondence uh, from uh, the company that I use, and it'll say, are you sure that you want to receive emails uh, from Parkinson's Recovery? Because we don't want anyone to receive any correspondence that uh, you're not looking out for. And so you'll just click on that, which gives permission uh, to actually receive the email and newsletters. And if you get to the point where you want to unsubscribe, you can do that at any time. So uh, the the idea is we want to provide support. We want to provide information. We want to provide resources uh, to anybody who's searching for ways to get uh, sustained relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. Uh, if you've got stories to tell, please let me know. Email me, robert at parkinsonsrecovery.com, or give me a call on our long-distance number, which is 877-526-4646. As you know, I interview individuals every week. I put those interviews up on the uh, the radio uh, show page. And so if you found some therapies that are making a difference to you, let us know so that we can spread the word to uh, many others. Some of the therapies that uh, we've been able to uh, unearth and find are helping uh, people uh, cost some money, and some of them don't. Some of them are absolutely free. They don't cost a cent. And so there's a wide range in not only the complexity of the therapies and whether or not you might have to involve a therapist or a trained healthcare practitioner. And in other cases, it's just a question of uh, reading some instructions and doing something on your own. So. If you're strapped with resources, don't worry. There are many, many, many possibilities. There are many choices that are available out there to be able to get sustained relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. And again, uh, you can find a summary of what we've discovered in uh, the book that I've just compiled and put together, which is called uh, uh, Road to Recovery from Parkinson's Disease and the website address that actually uh, shows or explains uh, all the information about that is www.two words joined together and those are the words Parkinson's and the word disease dot M-E. 
So it's P-A-R-K-I-N-S-O-N-S, the word Parkinson's, and then joined together with the word disease, D-I-S-E-A-S-E, and then those both words joined together, so they're basically forming two, uh, two words uh, jammed together, dot M-E. And there you'll find a description of the book, what's in it, uh, links to be able to uh, actually get a download or uh, purchase a, a hard copy print version that you can hold in your hands and cozy up uh, to the book uh, on uh, evenings uh, or in the morning, whenever is your preferred time for cozying up to a, a book that has lots of fascinating information. And that's what's happening on the shores of the Puget Sound at Parkinson's Recovery with Robert Rogers, where all the women are smart, all the men are handsome, and all the children are truly loved. Know that you are on the road to recovery. Good day to all.